0: Israel were fighting Philistines Jesse sent son David to take his boys some things David heard the soldiers say have you seen the giant David didn't fear it all because he had covenant rights covenant rights covenant rights through the blood of Jesus I have covenant rights I am chasing giants, raiding in this life. Because I know an act upon my blood, my covenant rights The man that kills the giant, the men went on to tell The king will make his father's house free in Israel And give his daughter to the man that rids him of this giant David ran together stones to act on covenant rights. Covenant, covenant rights. covenant rights, covenant rights. Through the blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, reigning in this life, because I know a act upon my blood of covenant rights. said, just come ahead and I'll feed you to the fowls. David came in the name of the Lord of the host of Israel. The Lord will give you to our hands, regardless of your height. I may look like a boy, but my sling's no toy, and I know my covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Through the blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, raining in this life Because I know i act upon my blood, my covenant rights Goliath fell dead when David hit him in the forehead, the Philistines fled in fright The Israelites ran after them, what a glorious sight The ladies, they began to sing, telling of the fight A David worn with a sling and a stone and a sword, just a boy with covenant rights. Covenant Covenant rights, covenant rights. rights. Through the blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I'm chasing giants, reigning in this life. Because I know and act upon my blood, covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Did you know the Word of God will bring you riches? And when I say that, everybody has a thought. One person thought, well, I have a big boat that I want to get. and So I said, I want to pay off that bill. And somebody said, well, well, God only blesses us inside ourselves, and and we never have anything on the outside. You know, (laughs) the person whose eyes uh, are fixed on God, whose purpose is to follow God, doesn't have to pursue riches. In God's Word, in Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 and 2, God tells us, If we hearken diligently, that means we listen for and uh, pay attention, unto the voice of the Lord our God, to observe and to do all His commandments, all these blessings shall come on us and overtake us. We're going to talk about this today on the Hour of Anody, how uh, uh, that we can enjoy the riches that God has provided through his word, by his spirit, and it's his highest and best wish for us that we may prosper and be in health. You know, we're to use our faith to accomplish what God wants accomplished on this earth. We're to follow after righteousness. In First Timothy chapter 6, verses 10 and 11, uh, the Bible tells us that, uh, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things, what things? The love of money. Don't flee money, just flee the love of it. (laughs) Follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Now, these are the things we ought to be following after, the things of God. Not money, not riches, not material things. Now, one thing about it. I found out a long time ago, at least this is just a general saying that people have said that that if you want money from a bank, you go prove that you don't need it. And uh, so, (laughs) I'm not saying that that's the way this is, but I'm just saying if we don't pursue money and we just pursue the will of God to please Him, the blessings, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, will overtake us. See, it didn't say that we're going to overtake blessings. It says that we're going to observe and to do all that is written in God's Word, and you say, well, how could I ever do all of it? Well, you just do what you know to do at the time. God knows you can't do everything at one time. But he's saying when when he's speaking to your heart, you first of all, you want to pursue revelation, uh, the revealed will of God. Then you want to step in that direction with whatever ability, whatever energy that you have at the time. I know people who are wanting to receive their healing, and they say, well, I can't walk and Yeah, but you can wiggle a toe, and yeah, and you can grip your hands together, you know. There's things you can do in a head in that way, and that's the way you release your faith. When you pursue God's wish and His will, then all the things that you're desiring will overtake you. That's what it says in Deuteronomy 28, it said if we'd observe to do all that's written in God's Word, then uh, these blessings would come on us and would overtake us. Now, we're going to talk today a little bit about resisting pride. We're going to look... At a particular verse here uh, out of First Timothy six, and we're going to look at verse seventeen. I believe that's the correct one here. Uh, Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded. Now the Lord says that in the days to come He's going to change the financial status of the body of Christ, and that's such an important statement that I'm going to repeat that. If the Lord is going to change the financial status. Of the body of Christ the financial level of those who will believe so I want to charge you believers Christians be not high-minded one thing that really grieves uh, our spirits is people showing off their prosperity people putting down others because they don't have what they have and God doesn't like that I don't like that I know you don't like that and that's the reason God said charge them that are rich that they be not high-minded. You really ought to keep uh, this scripture handy because your financial status is going to change. One of the things you'll want to guard against when prosperity uh, begins overtaking you is being high-minded. You'll not want to be high-minded. That would be a a stumbling block. 1 Timothy 6 and verse 17 charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches. But, in the living God, trusting in money, that's uncertain. The stock market is uncertain. trusting in a job as a source of supply uh, that is a, a false trust or false direction, but it's trust in God. Now, God puts us on a job, and he's going to give us favor on our job. But our trust must be in the living God here. First Timothy 6 and verse 17. I'm giving up the word of God today. The thing that we can hang on to, cling to, trust in, rely upon is God's word. He watches over his word to perform it. I had a prayer request that said uh, uh, that they were trusting in the Lord and, and trusting in God's word, leaning and relying upon him. It's so easy when your financial status changes to put your trust in the finances rather than in the God who gave them to you. God warns us, remember this, it is, I'm the one who gives you power to get wealth. It was not the work of your hands that did it. Now, that was a part of it, but the actual power to get wealth was given by God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 17 and 18. And when you have your chance, you you, you jot these scriptures down. Look them up and and pour over them. Think about them. Uh, Read them. Riches are uncertain, but God is eternal. So, It's not the gift uh, or the manifestation into our hands that we want to trust in. We want to keep our trust in the one who manifests these things to us. That's the reason that we put our trust in El Shaddai, the Almighty God. He changeth not. Uh, We find that in uh, Malachi 3, verse 6. Inflation has a way of changing riches. Depression has a way of changing riches. Recession has a way of changing riches, but I want you to know that when your trust is in God, he changeth not. I think of Psalm 91 where it says, uh, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. goes on to say some action here. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. And then we have a good long list of things that we start into that Psalm 91 that says I will not fear this or I won't uh, be easily beset when this takes place because my trust is in God. Regardless of what is happening on earth, our trust is in God. It doesn't make any difference if gasoline gets to be $972 a gallon. Our God changeth not. But my God supplies And we're going to go on. Hallelujah, and we'll have a dollar to spend. (laughs) So don't put your trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. That's back to First Timothy there, chapter 6. Don't put your trust in uncertain riches, but put your trust in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. He is our refuge, our fortress, our God, in Him do we trust. Would you say that with me this morning? I'm going to lead you in a confession. I want you to say, I'm dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. You say, well, I couldn't say that because I don't feel like I am. I'm not going to go with your feelings this morning. I'm going to go with the Word of God and we're going to release our faith for these things. (laughs) Say this with me. I'm dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. I staked my claim Under the shadow of the Almighty. Now you are following me, aren't you? This is very important that you release those words from your mouth. I want you to say this. He is my refuge. That is, God is my refuge. He is my fortress. And God is my God and my Father. I will trust in Him. You've been listening to the Hour of Anointing.